Hello everyone, how are you this beautiful day, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Friday, our episodes are Karen's Book Corner. This is where I normally share about books that I've either written or read. So, um, and as always, to whet your appetite in getting these books and reading them for yourselves. Well, today's episode is going to be about Woman with the Alabaster Jar by Mary O. Moss. And um, I got this book some time ago, as well as her other book, The Woman at the Well, and they are both really good books. Um, I'm fortunate to know Mary, and I've been at her workshop where she um, did a little play acting of biblical times, and it was really good. So, um, like I usually do, I'm going to read a little bit about the on the back, and then read some of the material that's in here. I didn't realize she was a poet until I got into this book, and that is really exciting. Well, let me start with the back blurb. Grief is a club with often a grief is a club with open membership, but nobody wants to join. Whether we grieve over the death of a loved one, the end of a marriage, or long-term relationship, loss of a job, even when a pet dies, grief, like birth and death, is a universal experience. We certainly don't like grieving, but if we are to accept the reality of it, we must believe it serves a purpose in our lives. Just like love and joy and awe and every good thing we know of this life. Join the author on her journey through grief and hope and healing. What readers are saying. There's two um, very nice um, reviews here. Trish S. Shares. These were the words I was searching for when I first started my grief journey. I'm reading this. My head is nodding and I keep saying yes. And Andra, Andrea Bowling Purdue states, I stumbled from deep contemplation to raw emotion and back as I inhaled each word from the valley of dry bones to the alabaster jar. Mary's journey to healing and redemptive redemption gives hope to all who find themselves facing a forever life change. So this should be something good for all of us, right? Okay, I'm just going to read a little tiny bit about Mary because actually until I read about her, I didn't realize she did all these things. Writer, speaker, biblical storyteller, columnist, retreat leader, and occasional blogger, Mary is a prolific writer, a creative and an energetic woman with a passion for life and a deep and abiding faith in Jesus. Mary is also a divided Devoted wife, loving mother, and doting grandmother. True blue friend and child of God. Jobs, Mary has had just about any you can think of. Jill of all trades and master of some. She leans on the Lord to make it through every day, every hour. Okay, every minute. Oh, and coffee, lots of coffee. <laughs> yeah, she's always known for loving coffee. So I'm going to read a couple of her little poems and um, leave the meat of it for you to get the book and read it yourself. Okay, here's one I really liked. Hope and Grief. 
Hope and grief so intertwined, like a codependent dance with faltering steps, one and two and, one and two and, one and. Grief takes no count of our present burden. Hope sustains us through the long hours. I'm always here, Hope declares, but realistic chimes in grief. I'm always here, Hope whispers in reply. Hope and grief so intermeshed, like a braided cord unraveling thread by thread, taunt from hanging on so long, grief so heavy, hope so light, force and counterforce, force and counterforce, grief and hope, an unrelenting journey, from light to dark and back again, a call, a look, a heart's desire, the crushing endless weight, one and two and, one and two and, one and. Hope springs eternal through the dark night. Grief awakens like a frightened child. I'm always here, hope reassures. I'm afraid, bemoans grief. I'm always here, hope whispers in reply. And isn't that the truth? Hope is always there, and hope prevails. So here's another one I liked. All things new. Shame is not your name, regret it not your mantra. Grief is not your home, your past is not your destiny. Today is not the end. Doubt is not your friend, fear is not your reality. Redeemed is your new identity, hope is your new life song, joy is your new dwelling place, grace is your new existence. Tomorrow is a new beginning, belief is your new companion. Courage is your new truth. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, a new creation has come. The old is gone and the new is here. That's in 2 Corinthians five seventeen. I think I have one more that I can read to you. And of course, these are short so that I can still stay within my limit on the short podcast. <laughs> One most ardent unanswered prayer. You may remember at the at the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus prayed that if it be God's will to take this cup from him, because he knew that he was going to be crucified. He knew the pain he would go through. And he said, but your will be done. But anyway, I just wanted to mention that before we go into it. Our most ardent unanswered prayer. My one most ardent unanswered prayer made me believe God didn't even care. When my mother died, all my dreams became tainted. My faith faltered, grew shaky, and finally fainted. I was living in faith and believing His Word. His great promises were the sweetest thing I've ever heard. So many prayers He had granted in the past, but the one most ardent unanswered prayer left me aghast. I forgot where I came from and to whom I belonged. That one most ardent, unanswered prayer made me feel wronged. I turned away from saints, angels, and the cross. I shut down the pain and disappointment of my great loss. My journey was on purpose and for a purpose in God's great plan. I didn't think my life could go on, but God showed me that it can. That one most ardent, unanswered prayer brought me here. Now my life has renewed purpose, and I'm living on a new, higher tier. My desert time brought me to this current oasis. 
I'm no longer living as if my mom's loss was an unredeemable crisis. My mess has become a message and my test a testimony. My grief and pain no longer carry the sting of acrimony. My one most ardent unanswered prayer makes me more like Christ, though I can never repay him. I love him deeply for what he sacrificed. He knows about disappointment and pain just like me and you. His one most ardent prayer was unanswered too. And it changed the world. I love that. So God always has a good plan for those who love him. So we go through some miserable suffering, but that's when we learn. We learn so much and we we gain faith, grace, mercy, and hope. Well, anyway, that's all I have for you today. I hope that you will get Mary's book, Mary O. Moss, Woman with the Alabaster Jar. She has a lot of very interesting, very touching um, poems and short stories in here. And she also has Woman at the Well, which I must have loaned it to someone. I don't have it now. Anyway, this is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday is um, Faith and Hope Journey, where we talk about overcoming challenges with encouragement and hope for healing, always knowing we can turn to God. On Wednesday, we have Sword of the Spirit, where we dive into the Word of God. And then, of course, every Friday. I hope you join me again every Friday, too. So, um, I would love for you to give me your your feedback, any suggestions, or any comments you have. You can go to my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. Go to the contact page, and then just tell me uh, whatever you want to. <laughs> and also, when you go to my website, you'll see uh, pertinent information regarding domestic violence, but you'll also see my books, my blogs, my podcasts. And if you've read and enjoyed any of my books, I want to know it. I want to know if they've given you encouragement, caused a positive change in any way. And, and also, <laughs> I would love an excellent review on Amazon.com. Well, thank you and God bless.